For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I so badly just want to win eight consecutive days on this podcast. Just one time. Unfortunately for me, another winning streak comes to an end. This time it ends at five. So let's recap the losing card for you. Yeah, the highs and the lows of gambling. Early afternoon, I had two units on a college basketball game. I was down 14 points. It goes to double overtime. I cash and cover for two units. I was riding high. I thought I was going to win my sixth consecutive day, but my, oh my, can it turn out a dime. So here we go. It was the National Football League that did me in. Had the New York Football Giants plus the six and a half. That was my home underdog. They, of course, cashed the ticket and win the game outright against the Packers. Then I knew I shouldn't have done it. I bet the Miami Dolphins minus the 13 and a half. I hate laying a big number like that in prime time on Monday Night Football. The Dolphins teased me thanks to a couple Tennessee mistakes. Miami was actually up 14 with less than five minutes to go in the game. Unfortunately for me, the Titans rally not only to get the back door, but they actually win the game outright over the Dolphins. Surprise, surprise. Then my prop bets, after running the table three consecutive prime times, winning all three prop bets, I fall on my face this time. That's the highs and the lows once again. I lose on DeVito, Slayton, and Reed. Reed's a head-scratcher. I had the over 39.5 yards receiving. The kid gets eight catches and can't get me 40 yards. That's the one that I really wanted, but I didn't get. First quarter unders, I cash in the Titans and the Dolphins under the 9.5. Packers and the Giants, unfortunately for me, go over the 6.5, so I split the first quarter bats. Then college basketball, the handicap goes 2-2. Two and two. Once again, I cash on Texas A&M Commerce in double overtime. They cashed the pick for me. I lose on Jacksonville in overtime. I had the minus 4.5 ticket there. I had New Hampshire minus 13.5. They won by 13 for me, so I lost that by the half a point. I do cash on the pin Quakers, minus the four and a half. You guys, once again, back Texas A&M Commerce on Twitter, so thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. You guys are now 20 and 12 on the season. In the NBA, I cash on the Raptors and the Knicks over the 220. Frozen Pond, I lose on Arizona and Buffalo under the six and a half. That dreaded empty netter came back to bite me in the final minute. So for the day, I lose 2.52 units. I'll shake it off. I'll dust myself off. I'll get back in the box today, and hopefully I can have a better day. Before we get to the card here for Tuesday, quick shout out to Dr. Penn. Thank you for the five-star review on Apple. Yes, it is great to be back. It's even better when I have a winning day. So thank you for the kind words, Dr. Penn. I always appreciate those five-star reviews on Apple. So now let's get to the card in college basketball. I'll tell you what, I do not like the numbers. There's certain numbers that I like to handicap, but when you start talking about numbers of 13 to 22, 
oh, that's that dreaded range because I know the team is clearly better than the opponent, but there's tough value there. If it's even four points, when you're looking at 18 and the line's 22 or 22 and you're looking at an 18 line, it all gets blurry to me. So it's a tough, tough card. So I picked a couple five and a half spreads. Don't love anything, but here we go. We start with the Hilltoppers, Western Kentucky, plus the five and a half at Wright State. So the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky are seven and three in the season. They lost by 10 at Wichita State. They lost by 10 to Canisius and lost by 10 against UNC Asheville. The Hilltoppers now have won three straight, including a nice 17-point win at Buffalo last time out. They average 81 points per game. They shoot 44% on the season, so at least offense shouldn't be my big concern. Their defense, though, is also decent. They're allowing 72.9 points per game with a very nice margin on the boards. Wright State, on the other hand, they're just 4-5 and five on the season, but they've played the 74th toughest schedule in the country. They can score. They average 81.3 points per game. They shoot over 50%, 50.8% from the floor, so a good shooting basketball team. The total is over 160 tonight, so this should be a high-scoring affair. I'm hoping five and a half will be enough to get the W. I'm going to grab the points on the road with Western Kentucky, plus the five and a half at Wright State. Kind of have a funny feeling if I win that bet, they actually might win that game outright. That's kind of how I'm feeling there. So here we go. Game number two, it's North Carolina Central, minus the five and a half at North Carolina A&T. Yes, this is the other five and a half spread on the board. The Eagles of North Carolina Central are four and seven on the year. Preseason number three in the MEAC. They kept it within 10 at Georgia. They upset Campbell on the road. They upset Coastal Carolina on the road. The Eagles now have dropped three straight against tougher competition. A couple top scorers have missed the last two games. Their status for this one, unfortunately, is unknown. So that's likely a big factor in the discounted line. The Aggies of North Carolina A&T, well, they're 0-8 on the season. They will be hungry. All eight losses have been by 13 or more playing the 73rd-ranked schedule. The Aggies rank 360th out of 362 teams in the computer numbers. They give up 89.9 points per game. They shoot just 38.3% from the floor, and they're absolutely getting crushed on the glass. Tonight might be their night, but I'll take my chances. I'll lay the five and a half on the road with North Carolina Central at North Carolina A&T. Next up on the card, it's a great example of a very, very, very tough line. I'm going to touch it, though. It's IUPUI plus the 21 and a half at Minnesota. So, yes, you might be able to wait on this one. I actually think the line might go up a little bit more. I have faded IUPUI most of the year. They rank 355th in the Ken Palm rankings. They're 3-7 and seven on the season with a pair of non-Division One wins, including an overtime thriller over Cleary. Yeah, a team that I really don't know. So all seven losses have been by double digits, 20.14 point average margin of defeat with a team that averages just over 65 points per game. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Golden Gophers are 7-3 and three on the season. They're 7-1 and one at Williams Arena. They rank 92nd in the Ken Palm numbers. Minnesota has played similar opponents this year. They beat Bethune-Cookman, ranked 340th by 20 points. 
They beat South Carolina Upstate, ranked 288th by 14, and they beat Arkansas Pine Bluff, ranked 347th by 19. So yeah, 20, 14, 19, all against bottom tier teams. The Gophers tonight will likely be without their leading scorer, Dawson Garcia again. I'm going to plug my nose and grab the 21 and a half with the Jaguars of IUPUI at Minnesota. Next up on the card, it's UMass Lowell minus the 18 and a half against Long Island University. So the Riverhawks of UMass Lowell are six and three on the season. They're coming off a 14 point loss at UMass. They do have a win at Georgia Tech this year. They lost by two at Arizona State, and they're projected second best in the America East Conference this year. They average 81.2 points per game. They shoot 43, or excuse me, 49.3% from the field. This is a solid basketball team, but they have been without their second leading score in the last four games. The Sharks of Long Island are one and seven on the season, preseason number seven in the NEAC. They average just 62.5 points per game. They shoot just 39.1% from the floor. LIU lost at Miami last time out by 52 points. They've played competitive basketball, though, most of the season. But I just like this spot for UMass Lowell coming off a big loss. I think they get some separation tonight. So I'm going to lay the 18 and a half at home with the Riverhawks of UMass Lowell over Long Island University. Next up on the card, it's your coin flips in the NBA I selected the L.A. Lakers at the Dallas Mavericks. Total on this one, 235.5. Heads it is. I'm on the over 235.5 between the Lakers and the Mavericks. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Philadelphia Flyers at the Nashville Predators. Total on this one is six. Tails it is. I'm on the under six between the Flyers and the Predators. So let's recap my card for Tuesday I don't feel the best about it. I'll be quite honest. Like I said, it was a very tough night to handicap. Maybe it was because I was losing all those prop bets in the NFL. I'm not sure. But yeah, I just didn't like the numbers. So here we go. Western Kentucky plus the five and a half at Wright State. I'm on North Carolina Central minus the five and a half at North Carolina A&T. I'm on IUPUI plus the 21 and a half at Minnesota. And I'm on UMass Lowell. Minus the 18 and a half over Long Island University. In the NBA, I'm on the Lakers and the Mavericks over the 235 and a half. Then on the Frozen Pond, I'm on the Flyers and the Predators under the six for the the total there. Yeah, a little tongue-tied here to wrap up a Monday night, but uh, winning streak, like I said, is over. So we're going to try to start a new one tonight. Hopefully it goes well. Hope everyone enjoys the game. And as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.